0: In this episode, I'm going to tell you about the one country that stands out as, in my opinion, the very best country to begin with if you've been thinking about outsourcing some of the aspects in your search ARB operation. It's going to get quite detailed. Uh, I'm going to tell you where to begin, what to outsource first, obviously which country to begin in, what to write in the job ad, how to crash it in such a way that you will get flooded with applications. and Then also how to evaluate all those applications quickly and how to build a nice system for the whole thing. I'll also point you to the exact website where you should post the job ad. Yeah, without further ado, let's get going. Okay, it's been a while and maybe we'll begin with where are we right now? Looks like we're in a police car Luckily we're not (laughs) (laughs) Luckily I haven't been in a police car in a while Have you ever?
1: Yeah, I've been in a police car What did you do? Like the most memorable police car experience was first time I went to the US um, I wasn't really aware that you had to be 21 to drink alcohol and I met these guys and we were drinking and then one dude, I don't think he had, he, I don't think he was drinking at all, but I didn't know that he wasn't 21, he said, "Oh, no, let's drive to some place and then he drove and we were in the car with him and we were all drunk. He wasn't, but he was the driver. Uh, yeah, okay. Um... So uh, then you got the real experience. Yeah, yeah. then we got pulled over. Also, we, like, I thought he wasn't drunk, but policeman thought the driver was drunk. Which mm. <laughs> the driver wasn't drunk. Did
0: you get your rights read out to you and everything? Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah? Then,
1: and then the then the policeman, like we went to the, to the police station, and he put me in his little cell, and then from time to time he opened the door and just stuck his head in it and went like, "You guys are stupid."
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I thought they were. Gonna yeah. depo- I thought I was going to get deported, but hey. Luckily, not. Luckily spend, a not. Hours, spend a few hours in the, in the back of the police car. Very American experience. And in some county, whatever, like some police station in a, in a little cell. Wow. <laughs> wow.
0: Okay. Yeah, but today we're not in the police car. We're Just on a secret mission uh, yeah. in somewhere in the east of Europe. Uh, on an outsourcing mission, let's say. Yeah. Now, the drive here is going to take about two hours, so we thought why not make a clip for you all. And why not make it about outsourcing, huh? Yes. I believe most people that start their journey, they start out alone or maybe with a buddy. And then you do everything on your own and hopefully you find success. And then there will come a time when it makes sense to get more people on board. And I believe many people fail with that or they wait too long with that. So that will be like we're, we're gonna try to shed some light on how to do that if you sit there with a few profitable campaigns but you feel you could be way faster uh, with some help how do you do it we've, we have experience from working with a lot of different countries we've worked with people in India in Bulgaria yeah also different parts of Europe in addition to the ones I mentioned and then we worked with the Philippines and I would say the Philippines has been if there's only one market that you should look at for finding cheap labor it's the Philippines would you agree I would and why
1: yeah but there's a bunch of there's a bunch of advantages level of English spoken is very strong then culturally the Philippines they just they're located in, in the Far East, but culturally is very different from Japan, China, mm. like Vietnam, Indonesia. This is it's totally different, and the the ties that Philippines have with the U.S. are very strong. Mm. And it's essentially it's like a, you know, it's, it's, it almost feels like a, new, a U.S. like a, like a kind of an Asian outpost of the. The U.S. Yeah, and that's a it's super there, important it's, part. For, it's it's really there to be used. And these guys that they, they the the people that we've worked with, we've only gotten good feedback mm. across the board. Because we also yes, we we also want a good deal, but we're happy to we're happy to offer attractive packages to everybody. Mm. And those are things that that are areas that people can work in that they wouldn't normally get locally as easily as you can do with people like us. So I think it's a good deal all around, and it's really a good
0: package. You mentioned the cultural fit, and that's super important. Sometimes when you work with people from uh, the other side of the globe, the thinking and the processes can be so foreign that it's difficult to work together. Or maybe that they see that the hierarchies perceived in their head are so big that they, it'll be difficult to have a clear and honest communication with the people you work with. And with the Philippines I feel like you're on the same page. It's easy to understand each other. Plus it's also, it's cheap and they have a phenomenal attitude. Yes. And they really want to make it work. They're very pleasant people to work yeah. with. And now that we talk about it, we've had Filipinos around us uh, almost all our year. journey in different, yeah. <laughs> in different shapes and formats. It's only like in the last few years that we've accelerated there. And, yeah, where it has really it has a big impact. It's an important part of our company. The people that that work from the from the Philippines for us, but here. Like the aim of of this talk would be like, I I hope to show you or inspire you how to get going if you perhaps have nobody that, that you've outsourced to. So I would recommend that you pick one part of the whole chain. Right in the beginning, when we tried, when I tried to hire, I imagined I need someone that knows everything, and then it becomes such a big hurdle to hire someone. Just pick one part of the chain, and that could be that could be, for instance, putting creatives together. That's a really easy start because then you can you get to think about what does it have to say in the job ad. Because if you put in search arp expert, you will probably not get that many applications. But if you name it something like graphic designer there's a much much broader selection of people that are gonna apply and one page that i used in the beginning it's called onlinejobs.ph i will display the url in the screen as well and then we just yeah just put in an app for a graphic designer and make sure that you check what's a good salary of course in the ad what's an expected salary in the local currency and yeah then just describe it as a describe what you want done and you will probably if you write the ad correctly you will get flooded with applications so your task also when you write the ad is to prepare for that and to make it easy for you to filter out people so one thing I added in the bottom of the ad was to ask them to type a specific subject line in their application and then I added some more some more tests like to make sure that they've even read the the whole ad properly and that they follow the instructions I asked them also to provide examples of their favorite ads to see what yeah what kind of feeling they have for advertising in general not that it matters that much more it matters that they actually read the instruction properly and do what you ask them to. That makes it very easy to filter out. Often you can filter out half or more of the people by adding a few tasks of that sort in the ad. Is there anything else that comes to mind in this kind of process? Yeah, and then afterwards, make sure you have a a proper vetting where
1: you get on your shortlist of candidates and you give them a test that they have to do and make it meaningful for yourself and make the test about something that you really need every day. Uh, And then you'll see who responds. And that's why it's always worked for us. And the the fact that there's so many people who are looking for that kind of work and who bring the communication standard, that it's really wonderful. Mm. Because that for me is, there's a country like the Philippines where you can speak normal English with people and they will, you will understand every word they say also it's it's very accelerating mm. because you don't have to ask back and, and, and especially imagine when you're training the guys then there's a lot of talking there's a lot there's gonna be a lot of video conferencing yeah and if you lose time a lot just by talking about language or by having to yeah. to restart or rephrase it's gonna kill the that's a like a structural advantage that's there and that's why afterwards just, vet the, the subject matter output properly mm. and get going. Don't be afraid to just hire someone and look, you're not hiring, you're not hiring them in on a, like a a, an, 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 a contract with no end or anything. You can also no, test people. Flexible. It's flexible. Just test it out.
0: It's also, I've been told that it's uh, somewhat of a standard practice that people test work for an employer without even getting paid a salary for I believe it's the first month this is not something we that we that. want to do but what I did instead is uh, yeah I made sure okay first only the ones that passed the first hurdles that actually followed the instructions in the ad then I think it's important to have a few times back and forward with the candidates just to see how fast do they respond how does the communication go and then my short list after that I would hop on on a quick call with them just to test basically just can we have a good conversation (laughs) do we understand each other and also is the internet connection I think that's more of a thing of the past but was recommended to me when I began that you make sure to check if their internet connection is good if there's often interruptions or something else that that you need to take into account and then I took my favorite three or four and I said okay I'm going to hire you for a week and we're going to see how it works out. I just paid them the, the offered monthly salary but broken down into a week what it would have been in a week. And, and there you also get, I think you, you can tell a lot in a week how enjoyable it is to work with a person and how, how fast they are. Um, yeah, and for me it was also important to tell them about their future potential then later there's not you're not going to be stuck just editing images or finding images online if you're good there's room to grow and you're going to get to learn a lot about online marketing that's important to remember now that you are an employer that you actually you have something to offer to the right candidate right should be open to let them grow tell them about that It's good for morale and I believe you're probably going to differentiate from many other people that look for outsourcing jobs uh, that just want some repetitive task done over and over again. In the optimal case, you find someone that will grow with you, right? And that will get more tasks and then also get a higher compensation as they can contribute more to the company. Um, you know it's definitely more our style
1: uh, uh, is to grow the people and to avoid having like a repetitive like factory right so that's but that's the our, how we do things but it did really pay off for us because it also it turns out that in terms of internet consumption or what people are excited about what are young people excited about Instagram is still is a big deal in Philippines and if you can show you your potential like hires that they can learn a lot uh, and a lot uh, about this whole concept how does it works how does it work what are the levers that are being pulled in the background uh-huh. I think that there's a that's what we're getting to right there's a the structural piece is good in terms of like language in terms of mindset uh. then there's a, a cost benefit of course because yes f- for sure it's cheaper to do it there than, than in other places but there's also a, a vibe about it that hey you can get people who are excited about what they're going to do and that's I think is also awesome. mm. not to be underestimated mm. you, know, you can have a wonderful combination of someone you can have a, a, a very regular conversation with in English
0: mm.
1: the the price tag is right and people are excited mm. that that, that fires back to me that I get more excited too <laughs>
0: yeah and and in terms of just to give a, an estimate of the costs that you you could expect it's between I would say around $400 a little bit less a little bit more dependent on what you're going for you can also experiment of course by putting various compensations in the ad I would recommend testing a bunch because it's so easy and hands-off and even you find the right one it's so insanely valuable. That's the thing I would definitely recommend and I would also try to be as, as clear as possible with your expectations. If you now go for a graphic designer, what, what do you think, how many ads exactly should they produce per day? What's, what's the target? I think the, the more precise it is, the better. I have a feeling many of the people that you find on these outsourcing pages, there, of course, they're taking several gigs at yeah. once. Also, communicate what your expectation is is this half time, is this full time? Yeah, and then make sure to, to measure the output and to give feedback to the people. And after a while, you will find once they've understood the way you want things, then you can automate it much more. I would, I would order an ad refresh. And I would have them every second week, I would have them look at the the best performing ads internally and and create new versions of that. And then every other time, look externally, look in the the spy tools and, and, and give the criteria that you use to identify a good ad so that you get both inside and outside knowledge taking turns and, and specified in such a way that they can act without necessarily asking you because then you'll get the real benefit of having someone help you that you don't have to monitor it all the time
1: right there's a necessity to that as well is that you're most likely not going to be in the, t- in the same time zone mm. so Make but, sure
0: that the that work can be done while you are not there. But that's good that you bring up the time zone because you can ask for a lot from them. You can that is also good to specify what do you expect when should they be awake? What's the office hours? Because yeah, yeah. but most people don't think about that. As
1: strangely enough, there's a good overlap between Philippines and West Coast USA. California and Philippine have some overlaps like that Philippines was like 15 or 16 hours ahead so at the end of an office day in in California then the Philippines are already on the next day in the morning that's a handy overlap where at the end if, if you're located at the west coast at the end of your day you can basically do a beginning of the day meeting with your Filipino co-worker and that's just a natural That's a natural overlap
0: right? mm. Yeah, and then once, once they've gotten the hang of it, the initial task, then try to give them more. Try to follow through on the promise that they can grow and that they can learn more and paint the picture for what it is, right? If, if someone is working, you've obviously had success in what you're doing. And if somebody is turning out to be a good partner for you, you're probably going to be ready to show them more of your business and to teach them some yeah, tasks in a field that's very lucrative. So for the right person, it would be quite interesting to follow along on that journey. And that's what I was looking for, who of the people that I hired... I should also say, I, I tried to hire maybe three in one go. Because you have to expect that not everybody will work out. And when you go through the work to brief someone on everything, maybe you can brief several people and then and then see how things work out and hopefully you find that unicorn kind of worker that's very interested diligent motivated but that will take time prepare yourself it's not going to be a hundred percent hit rate even if you get 30 percent hit rate that's very good yeah of course it takes time yeah but you will already
1: differentiate yourself from a lot of other people who go to the Philippines and are looking for people. You are going to differentiate yourself by just by simply having a good, you know, way of dealing with the people. Just do what you say and say what you do, yeah. be upfront with them and if you promise something and uh, we talked about the career development or further yeah. insights, if they're good, just do it. Yeah, They will, it will get instant recognition. That you're actually following through on what you said. Yeah, and it will set you apart.
0: That's that's a good one. That's a good one. You must invest in the people. You can't expect anything if you don't invest in them in terms of attention and and in terms of being fair and straight with them. Um, And that will also mean that your productivity initially probably it will go down especially if it's your first the first time that you're doing it you're going to be a little bit slower you're going to make mistakes but it's worth it to go through that initial period of maybe a bit more friction because it's really it's absolutely necessary if you want to if you want to grow your business you can't be doing everything yourself you need to find those trusted hands that that are going to take care of the tasks that that you don't want to do every single day and there's a lot when it's our job. i feel <laughs> when you have an idea for a campaign there's so many things that need to be done in terms of research or campaign setup or creatives need to be taken care of if you do all of that by yourself you're just going to be too slow you need to be agile and uh yeah you know, this is the way to take it to, to the next level. What else?
1: The Philippines have yet another advantage, and that is once you have a setup there, um, and you know you want to grow the setup, you know because you're probably going to start with a with a handful of people, uh, but it can grow very fast, and it's scalable. So you can end up with a larger organization there quicker than you think. And the the added advantage that the Philippines have, for example, is they have a tax treaty with the uh, United States. You can also be very upfront about everything that's going on there uh, and say, hey, look, um, we form a business, this will get recognized by the United States. And the Philippines, have, have, they have a tax treaty with many countries uh, uh, around the globe. You don't have to be scared of, oh, wait, if I grow this now, will this all fall apart in? Or can it just fall apart in an unexpected fashion Mm. it's pretty unlikely if you grow it properly Mm. that's a bigger topic then to formalize your relationship with your with your workers there but it's possible uh, that you can do it and it's not like crazy red tape or anything it's pretty standard and as a tax treaty with the us you can do it right and if it's profitable for you it makes sense in efficiency terms for your organization. And uh, you can do that and you can grow it and you can grow it big and you can formalize it. Mm-hmm. Because we've seen in the past that sometimes it's hard to formalize when it gets uh, you're at the you're at the at the edge of something big, but then you have an issue in um, giving it proper form. Mm-hmm. And also that is is straightforward and the again the cultural Differences are relatively small, I feel, but the business proximity, especially between the Philippines and the US, is very strong.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Absolutely. Yeah, from a tax perspective, it's quite interesting if you can formalize. And that's, of course, really far ahead if you, once you have a lot of employees there. But it's good to know that you can grow. You can grow with it. Absolutely. So, yeah, I would to repeat, I would say give it a shot, launch an ad for a specific subset of, of, of your organization and, and see how it feels. Um, I think yeah, you, it's, or my personal experience, is it's been very enjoyable and very helpful for our organization. So, yeah,
1: total efficiency booster.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Don't wait do it now <laughs> and if you have questions don't be shy, send them in the comments let us know what else you want to know we're going to have another car ride like this soon and uh, who knows, maybe we'll go into depth of, of your specific question there. additionally uh, I'll be in Dubai next week I hope I can publish this before but see me, don't be shy to say hello or to send me a message it would be lovely to meet you. Is that it? Do we have some more? That's yeah, it. That's it? Okay. Over and out.